0: This is Jamisha Evans, student with the University of Phoenix, under the instruction of Professor Georgia Rothstein for the nursing course 468, Influencing Quality Within Healthcare. This is week one, assignment one, Quality and Safety in Practice, due Monday, September 20th, 2021. Identify a patient care case from your own practice experience that involves quality and safety. Summarize the situation. Describe your or the nurse's role in the patient care situation. Explain the role the patient played in their own quality or safety-related situation. Evaluate the relationship between the patient's care and the outcome. Identify how the care environment affected the situation, including the nurse or provider, the patient, and the outcome. Determine whether a quality model was employed. If yes, identify and explain it. Explain what actions you might have taken to improve the outcome or prevent adverse outcomes in the future. In January of 2019, the world was both shocked and disgusted to learn that an incapacitated 29 year old woman had given birth a few days earlier in December, 2018 at a long-term care facility that she had lived at since the age of three. It was later determined that the woman had become impregnated by a licensed nurse at the facility who had sexually assaulted her. It is reported that no one, including nurses, doctors, and other staff members, was aware that the patient was pregnant until she was actively giving birth. Later on in the investigation of the case, it was determined that the sexual assault was not an isolated event and that the nurse may have also assaulted more patients at other facilities as well. In September of 2021, the accused nurse pled guilty to sexual assault charges and abuse of a vulnerable adult. Needless to say, this particular case garnered a lot of media attention, not only for the horrendous acts that were committed, but also because of how horribly the healthcare system failed this young woman. The LPN, who was later determined to have a DNA link to the child that the incapacitated woman gave birth to, had direct access to the patient and worked with her often. Um, Sherwood and Zora Morty, 2014, states that nurses are the last defense when it comes to quality in health care. And this particular nurse failed miserably to provide this patient with quality care. And this patient certainly was not safe in this facility under the care of this nurse. Because the patient was incapacitated and unable to communicate needs, wants, feelings, and most importantly, consent, the patient played no active role in this situation. However, the patient's family plays a very significant role. News reports state that the woman's mother had previously requested that the patient only be cared for by female staff members, but for whatever reason, this request was not honored we can also assume from the details of this case that perhaps the patient's family was not invited to be as active in the plan of care as they could have been again according to sherwood and zormandi 2014 when patients and families are treated as members of the care team they can become safety allies thus preventing errors The correlation between patient outcomes and including family members in the plan of care is so strong. Some organizations are reconsidering policies that separate patients and their families, like visiting hours. Because of the care that this patient received while she was in this long-term care facility, so many lives were affected. This patient now has a child that she doesn't get to raise due to her incapacitated state. Her parents are now caring for a small child that they are that was presented to them unexpectedly and also now this child will probably never get the opportunity to truly know his mother or father. Although he always maintained that he provided his patients with high quality care and professionalism, the late Dr. Philip Gear Jr., who was the incapacitated woman's doctor, voluntarily gave up his license. And the legal and health care fees associated with this case are astounding. But how did this happen? especially in an environment where vulnerable adults are supposed to be protected. The short answer is it absolutely 100% just shouldn't have happened. This particular case should have been what we refer to as a never event. According to the leapfrog group, humans make mistakes, but there are some errors that just should never be made in the healthcare field. And this case is one of them. Out of the nearly 29 never events outlined by the Leapfrog group, there are three that I find are clearly applicable to this case. Event 7C, which states that sexual abuse or assault on a patient or staff member within or on the grounds of a healthcare setting, Event 4G, which states that artificial insemination with the wrong sperm donor or wrong egg. Although this particular event specifically mentions artificial insemination, and in this case, there was no artificial insemination, in the healthcare field, we know that we are continuously improving our definitions, our meanings. Um, And so in the future, I think that this event could possibly be updated to reflect any kind of insemination with unwanted or unconsensual donor sperm or egg. And then the last event that I find applicable to this case is event 4I. Patient death or serious injury resulting from failure to follow up or communicate laboratory pathology or radiology test results I included this event because even though the patient gave birth in December of 2018 the patient was also treated for a cyst although it is not specified what kind of cyst the patient was also treated for a cyst in September of 2018 If proper diagnostic testing was done to determine the presence of the cyst, perform surgery to remove the cyst, and properly care for the patient afterwards, how could we not have possibly known about the pregnancy? Unfortunately, I haven't been able to find any information on the policies or procedures that this healthcare organization has hopefully put into place to ensure that a situation like this never occurs again. However, one quality model that I think could be very useful for this particular organization is the PDSA model or the Plan, Do, Study, Act model, because this model focuses on continuous quality improvement to improve care processes. So in this model, participants will examine what issues need to be addressed, make a plan to address those issues, carry out that plan study the effects of that plan and then take more action if needed from there similar to the nursing process if i was in any way involved with this institution or this situation i would want to incorporate a teamwork and in and collaboration care model into the work environment there were so many opportunities for so many healthcare professionals to advocate for this patient, but none did. Perhaps if this patient's plan of care would have been more of a team effort, the physician would not have failed to perform required monthly exams, or perhaps the nurse might have been required to make rounds with other staff members, Or the family might have had a scheduled meeting to discuss their loved one's plan of care. Perhaps something could have been done to provide this patient with the quality care in a safe environment that she deserved.